that one percent i would definitely say is the vulnerability thing okay like out of everything like you just gotta be willing to try what you think is funny because i'll find myself sometimes like even sometimes right before i go up i'll be like man i really want to do this but it'll be like at the funny bone and i'm like there's 200 people here like am i just gonna try this out but you know there's been times where i've done it and it went well and there's been times where i've done it go well (laughs) but it was worth it you know it's worth it you are now listening to mike's side chat podcast here's your host savior all right guys we're uh we're back on mike's side chat where i talk to my friends and local comics in the area or just wherever I'm at for shows and open mics. I'm on today with one of my newest and coolest and bestest friends in the scene. His name is Josh. Can't say his last name because I'm a bad person. I'll have him say it. But uh, Josh is a local comic here in the Columbus comedy scene. And uh, we've become fast friends because I like the way he does comedy. How you doing, brother? Doing good, brother. Last name is Ozani. Ozani. There it Ozani. is. Yeah. But I just go by Josh O. Of course. But yeah. No, we're we're pals. <laughs> we're best as friends. We're like SpongeBob and Patrick. Let straight up. Who's, who's SpongeBob? <laughs> good question. I think uh, I'm probably Patrick. You think you're you think you're Patrick? Uh, I mean, I could probably be Patrick. I I have my moments. I think I show up to Mike's like, hey Savior. <laughs> What are you doing tonight, Xavier? <laughs> and nothing, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is fun. Um, so yeah, dog. I I remember when you um I remember when you first started doing comedy in the area. Um, I had no clue who you were, and I think you were with uh, you were with Eddie, right? Eddie Sherman. Yeah, he. I run around with him. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool, dude. Um, I I know I know I first saw you at Junior. Oh, yeah, that's where you first saw me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How far back was this? December. December, okay. No, probably even, no, probably even, it might even be October, actually. Okay. Because I, I first worked construction when I moved here, and I didn't really have time to do much stand-up. Then I quit that, and the second I quit that, I started doing stand-up, and I quit that in October. Yeah, you're a certified quitter. Certified quitter. <laughs> yes, sir. That's all good, man. You got to follow your heart with this stuff. Yeah. So what are you doing now for work? Uh, I work at the Funny Bone. Hell yeah! Yeah, then, yeah. And I also I'm a server at a breakfast place. Oh, which one? Yeah, I'll I'll shout it out. We got the First Watch off a of sawmill. Love first Watch in Do- in Dublin. Yeah, that's dope, dude. I love their yeah. food. If you come in, I'll get you a deal. Oh, please. Like you, not them. Not nobody else. <laughs> yeah, like you. I don't know them, but you. not them, but you, 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 yeah. not them, you. Yeah, but you, you. Okay, he's pointing at me, guys. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, but if you walk in and say you're Xavier, he has no way to. I can't confer- tell. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So how did you? Uh, how did you build up the courage to start doing comedy, man? Because I know you're you're pretty pretty new at it, right? Uh, last week marked a year. Ooh, okay, yeah. all right, okay. All yeah. Right. How you feeling about uh, your progress and everything? It's been one year, you know. Dude, I'm feeling great because honestly, the first half of the year was really slow i probably only probably got up like maybe a little over 20 times the first half because i started out in toledo Mm. yeah okay i'm from the toledo scene oh okay he's quotes yeah Yeah. (laughs) toledo's got some people 
No, straight up, they do actually, and their scenes better now. Um, but when I was there, there was only like two mics that you could go to. Oh man! And okay. one of them, they did uh, shows every other week, so you could really only do it like tw- twice a month. Okay. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity, which is why I moved here. Heck yeah, man! We got like uh, maybe like twelve, fifteen active mics every week. Yeah. And sometimes more when there's the monthly and the biweekly mics that pop up. So. Right. Sometimes and, you can do like two or three mics a day. And then also, well, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah. like Wednesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, it's also like closer to Cincinnati and Cincinnati has a great scene. Yeah. Yeah. They do, dude. I love some of the I've met oh. some amazing comics in Cincinnati. They're dude. so great. <laughs> They're so great down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. So uh, a year in now, uh, congrats. Uh, yeah. That first year is... Uh, like on lives, it can be a headache, you know, learning the ups and downs of comedy and all that stuff. Yeah, um, for sure. Where have where have been some of your favorite spots you've been to and like and done like shows or open mics? Okay, so open mics. Um, I can just I'll Columbus. My favorite open mic in Columbus. <laughs> Take your time, brother. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> He's really, really over here pontificating. Pontificating. <laughs> I mean, it's probably Cafe Bourbon. I love bourbon, yeah. Cafe Bourbon is great. Because it's just like, honestly, it's really, there's like a handful of comics in this city that I really like. You're in, okay. <laughs> and, like, I, I like all of them, but there's a handful that I really like, and I see them almost every time I go there. That's good. So that's why I like it. Okay. No, Cafe Bourbon. Uh, and then about... Ty just runs a good mic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then I also love Xavier's mic. <laughs> you know. Like, r and is great. r is really fun. Um, you know, used to do Trek. Trek was fun. Yeah, Newark, yeah. Yeah. yeah I only did it one time, but that one time was really fun. Uh, this, I mean, we're to do fives this we is are, yeah. my first time at fives I've oh never, sweet yeah, i've can't, never done it can't wait to get, hear your yelp review on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but besides that uh when i first started in columbus i really liked um i really liked going to saber oh i love saber yeah but i don't really do saber that much anymore okay hanks is also really good but since i work at the funny bone i miss it a lot gotcha yeah well, I mean, honestly, it's just all—it's <laughs> all the mics that we see each other. <laughs> yeah, man, I was just making—I was cornering you so you could shout out stuff like, "Oh, man, what well, I really like, but I really don't like, but I really like." I'm like, perfect. This is gonna be the perfect amount of blackmail for later. Now, let me shout out the mics that I don't like. No. I'm <laughs> yes, please. No, I'm all ears. Uh, but no, yeah, no, dude. I—I uh, I mean, personally, I love going to Saber Pint. It. Uh, since I started doing the mic uh, at R&R on Thursdays, it makes it a little harder to go to it because, you know, it starts right before it. And uh, it was easily one of my favorite rooms in the in the week uh, before I had my Thursday mic. Yep. Now that we do uh, karaoke after R&R bar on Thursdays, it makes it significantly harder uh, to, to make it out <laughs> because 
uh, me and the manager agreed that I would sing the first song yeah. for karaoke. Yeah. And for anybody that stays for the mic long enough, they get to see me be terrible at both comedy and music. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wonderful. You guys are getting like a, a double down effect for Xavier tonight. Well, the next time I go to r and I'm definitely going to do the karaoke. Oh, you got to, man. I... You know, the first one I'll be. No, I'll just do the first one with you. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I oh, you want to do it with me? I got pipes. Oh, you got pipes? I got pipes. Okay, okay. I'm a, And I'm going to stand by that. Okay, all yeah, right. You can hold me to that. I am, man. We're going to have you on another episode so we can do a follow-up. Be like, so um, he had pipes. About the pipes. Yeah, yeah. So about the pipes, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. But when it comes to, like, shows, I still really haven't done that many shows. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I think I have, like, a soft spot for it. But I love the Toledo Funny Bone. Yeah? Because I used to work there when I lived in Toledo. Okay. And, like, the staff there is great. The manager, Nadia, she's great. Um, and they got this new girl working there. Like, like she runs shows there. Her name's Ronnie. She does the showcases, and she gets shows. Like, she's doing her own shows there now, too. She's fantastic. Nice. So they're, uh, yeah, that place is got a special place in my heart i can tell man it's yeah. just, i can feel the warmness in your in your voice when you talk about it i love it i love it there it's awesome man yeah yeah dude no, i uh i hope if i ever get to like the headlining level the first place like the first club i get the headline is the Toledo funny bone come on man speak it into existence yeah, <laughs> claim be, it man claim it and receive it that would be so we're gonna great. go black church on you real quick <laughs> come on man say it say it claim it and receive it <laughs> But uh, no, man, I, I really believe, you know, I, uh, as long as you're consistent and you, you stay, you stay in the game, you know, that's going to be uh, an eventuality. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've seen your jokes, man. I've seen you on stage and everything, man. You are. You better not say I'm uh, funny right now. Oh man. You easily. I can't, I can't say, I can't say you're funny. Okay. You, uh, you, you are, you are all right. Yeah. That's good. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, you could say I'm all right. I'm just <laughs> okay. I gotta. Right, I, I gotta say it, man. I you have some really funny jokes, um, because I I like the way that you have uh, developed like your your style so far. I know like you're only a year in, but it's always cool to hear newer comics with the way that they're forming jokes. They haven't really settled into a style yet, but it seems like you have a bit of a rhythm. Well, that's with... what I've been really trying to focus on is finding my style. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. I um. Who are some of the people that like are inspiring you like when you do your comedy or when you like look to look for inspiration? I love this question. <laughs> I would say my biggest inspirations for like my type of comedic stylings, yeah. as you like <laughs> to say, like <laughs> is uh, <clears throat> Tom Segura and Mike Birbiglia. Ooh. Huge influences on me. Yeah. Huge influences. Okay. On me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Those are some heavyweights, too. And I would even go, because Tom Segura is my favorite comedian. Mm -hmm. But, like, I would even venture to say that Mike is, like, a bigger influence, though. And then also, uh, I actually just got to do a guest spot for him, Jeff Arcuri. Okay. I honestly feel like, like, I'm just a younger version of him. You think so? Like, because I got to see him. He, he does a lot of crowd work. Uh, and that's like all that he posts on social media. But his actual set was fantastic. Okay. And he's just like really silly. He says like silly weird things, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, you hear my stuff. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, 
usually I like to say things that make people feel a little awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I, I know this. <laughs> yeah, and I and for some reason I get enjoyment out of that. Okay, like it just if I can sense that someone. If someone's extremely uncomfortable, I don't like that. But yeah. if they're like, eh, I feel a little weird right now. My heart goes, like, it just flutters. Like, I'm like, this is good. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I had saw a, a crowd work clip you put up on your Instagram uh, where where one dude was in the front and you asked him if uh, he was by himself or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he, he said he was with the group or whatever, but he was single. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, I was going to ask you for a kiss. Well, get on up here. <laughs> and then the... Oh, crowd laughed. It was it was great. I was like, I'll see you, Josh. Yeah. I'll see you out here. And if he did go up, I was going to kiss him. I mean, you got to commit to the bit, man. Yeah. At that point, it's like, can't be a liar if you're out here. I've done it. I had, I've done it one time before. Oh, have you? Yeah. <laughs> one time before where the guy got up and I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> this is what we doing. The little smooch. I didn't really, he had like a beard. I didn't really like it. Uh. Not a beard guy. Huh? I see you got a nice mustache, but I see. Oh, I'm about the mustache. Okay. Okay. Actually, you know what? This makes me. I just wrote a new joke about this. Oh yeah. Or, is that cool to say new jokes on here? Sure. I want to hear this inside scoop. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So it's uh. <laughs> I've kissed five guys, but I didn't make out with any of them, so I'm definitely not gay. I did fuck one of them though. <laughs> Terrible. We gotta cut that out. No, we gotta cut that out. That's gonna be in the final cut, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. I we'll call that a. We'll call that a premise. A premise. Well, it's, it's got. It's got to set no, it's, up. You talking about five guys? You're referencing the five guys uh, restaurant, right? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They're. Uh, and pretty... it's got a punchline, but it sucks. I mean, you know, that's as are the ways of comedy. I wrote this two minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched him type it up, guys. He was like, hey, I'm going to try this for the podcast. I'm like, yeah, go for it, man. I, I ain't tripping, you know. <laughs> you think, man. I'm just here to, you know, be a, be a friend to a friend and talk comedy and shit, you know. Xavier's one of my mentors. Oh, I didn't sign up for it, but I'm I'm here to make sure people do good comedy. and. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Yeah. I ask him about bits all the time, and if yeah. he doesn't answer, I just keep asking. It's true. It's yeah. uh, it's like uh, that... Uh, that um. <laughs> That sketch, uh, that the thing on a uh, Family Guy where Stewie's like, "Mom, mom, mommy, mama, mommy, mama, ma." ma. <laughs> She's like, "What?" Hi. <laughs> he runs away. That's me. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Try catching the first two moms. I'm like, "What's up, dog?" And then you just throw it at me. And I don't know. I love. I love riding with y'all. Like it's you, Stu, Eddie, uh, Ridge, um, Tony Wallace, Tony Wallace. Those are my boys. Tony Bones. Yeah, those are my boys. Yeah. Now y'all are cool, man. Yeah. Um, so have you, uh, I'm curious. So in one year of comedy, Mm -hmm. um, what has been like some things that really stuck out for you as far as, you know, improving on comedy or, you know, making yourself like a better comic on stage, off stage, whatever, like what have been some lessons you've learned in this first year? Man, I'm loving these questions. I, I (laughs) I already thought about this like stuff. I was like, I wonder what he's going to ask me. Uh, so, I would say that, like, at the moment, I, like, have to pay bills. So, I just wish I had more time to put into, like, to reinvest into my set. Sure, sure. Um, but 
what I've been doing and I've been like finding success with is I will write out a joke or a bit, whatever. And I try it out. And if it bombs, okay, whatever. I might come back to it. I mean, I'll do it again and again. If it keeps bombing, I might drop it or I'll revisit it. But what I do is if a joke grabs, if people like it, Mm -hmm. if I like it and the people like it, then I just like hone in on that joke. And I just tear it apart piece by piece Mm -hmm. and see how I can make it funnier. And over time, I like, you know... They don't know this. Some of them do. I don't know. Who who knows who listens to this? But <laughs> just me and my mom. <laughs> I, I saw. I saw. You know, there's. You don't have 17 moms, bro. You know, that you know of. All right, fair enough. But <laughs> please carry on, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like my uh, my joke about back scratches. Yeah, I love that joke. I know you love that joke. And you helped me with that. It's joke. about your mom. Yeah about my mom uh we'll leave it there and uh <laughs> all right he's like all right now <laughs> you want i watch it watch it now i'm watching you watch it easy that's my best joke i have we can't, we can't talk about it too much but i started doing that joke like probably 10 months ago okay and it it started out with just like a single setup and a single punchline mm. and now it's just like it's like a two and a half minute long bit now. Mm. So like I've really milked the shit out of it. Well, yeah. There's some jokes. Once you set them up, you can just ride them out until the audience is tired of them, or you're tired of them, or both. You know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um. So that's been working for me. I. I just try to be as vulnerable as possible mm. when I get up there. Vulnerability. Yeah. Okay. Like. Um. I feel like. Because I've got a buddy now who's getting into stand-up. His name's Rico. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, like, he asks me for, like, advice. Mm. And I tell him, like, you know, you have to be – I feel like you – once you're comfortable with being embarrassed Mm. on stage, then you can really start to move stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, you got to kick that stage fright to the – to the wayside and yeah. really allow yourself to take risks and stuff, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And like, say like you hear my set, I say some really embarrassing shit. <laughs> like some people, <laughs> I've had people come up to me after shows. Uh, like I'm, I've, there's like the competition going on in Columbus okay, and yeah. I've made it to the finals. Heck yeah. Congrats. Thanks man. Yeah. But in the semis, after the semis, I did the back scratches joke Mm -hmm. and I had all these people coming up to me afterwards, just like, um, like Dusty, he stepped. Yeah, I know Dusty. Yeah. yeah. He came up to me afterwards and he was like, dude, I cannot believe that you are talking (laughs) about your mom like that. And I'm like, hey man, you know, it's fun. It's just all fun. And maybe it, it doesn't embarrass me anymore. Maybe it embarrasses her. You know, has she heard the joke? Yeah. Oh, she, she, she was. She was there. Did she like it? Yeah. Oh, you go. See, mom approved. Yeah. She gets a little embarrassed by it, but she she thinks it's funny. Like she <laughs> appreciates it. 
There you go. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Always got to have mother approval. Let's do a mic check real quick. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't have any jokes about my mom. I uh, I don't have the same sort of uh, leniency. Uh, not that I can't make jokes about my mom, but I prefer not to. I got like two stories and they're like from like years ago. So if she doesn't approve, it's only because it was uh, a moment that looked bad for me. Yeah. And she's like, I'm trying to protect you. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because my mom's an angel. <clears throat> I love her to death. Because you're an angel. Oh, stop it. <laughs> keep going. Stop it. <laughs> but stop. It. But stop. It. But yeah, but keep going. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, that's cool that you made it to the uh, the finals. When are the finals? June 14th. June 14th. So it's coming up, man. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. 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 See that confidence? I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, dog. I'm intimidated by Tony Cruz, though, for sure. Oh, Tony. Oh, Tony's pretty funny. Yeah, he's a dog. He got that dog in there. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah. I remember I remember uh, seeing Tony for the first time a few years ago. That dude, I mean, he's only gotten better. And uh, he's, very, he's got a very tight five. Um, he's changed a few of his jokes around uh, since. Uh, he's coming so. up on a pretty damn tight 10, too. Yes, he does have. Actually, uh, one, of the, even... one of the last mics he came to, uh, he was working. I gave him, gave everybody, like, longer sets. And he had, like. Damn near 10, 15 minutes of like strong material. I was like, all right, I'll see you out here. Well, the first show I ever did, Tony was the feature. Okay. And he did 15 minutes. And I was like, I literally went up to him <laughs> after the show and I was like, dude, I, I hope you don't think I'm weird, but like, <laughs> you just got a fan. <laughs> he was probably like, yeah, this is, this is weird. He was like, what's your name? Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. He didn't care. You should be like, hey, man, you like back scratches? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would have been awesome. But no, that's cool. Yeah, no, I love Tony. He's, he's cool people. I'm going to have to try to get him on a podcast. I want to see he's... how many more com- comics I can shout out in this podcast. Hey, man, we're at like. Murph Henderson, you a bitch. All right. Oh, oh, you hear that, Murph? <laughs> you hear that? He's gonna, he's gonna hear it. He's he will hear it. it. <laughs> I'm working on a Murph impression. Yeah, you got one. Yeah, let me hear it's it, like, man. Let me hear it. Oh, he's talking about his father. He's like, so uh, my father sat me down the other day, and he told me, son, women, and that's it. It ends there. <laughs> that's that's your whole. <laughs> So far, so good. Keep me in the loop. That's uh, that's good. That actually sounds like him. Um, you got to sound more sad though, because you know Murph is a <laughs> Murph is a fairly sad individual. Murph Love could him. literally be my dad. He could, he could be anybody's dad, honestly. He's probably a lot of people's dad. Yeah, he's probably got a lot of kids too. Yeah, yeah. especially with he's probably got as many kids as he's got toes out every day. That's a lot of toes. It's all the toes. It's all the toes. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he's a cool dude. I um, I enjoy. I always run, always enjoy running into him and talking to him at the mics and stuff because he's uh, not only annoying but uh, a very fun person to talk to about comedy. Very yes. For a short period of time, he has become very well versed in the craft. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with his experience prior to comedy. I think but, he's just uh, one of those people that has an appreciation for it. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you can just tell when you talk to him. Yeah. 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 I I feel that. But uh, all that aside, he's still, you know, a bag of dicks. Um, just a huge bag of dicks. Yeah, just the biggest, you know, yeah. extra large. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll be so glad to hear this episode. You're mm-hmm. praising him and realizing that you really don't like him. <laughs> uh, I cool. love when he drops <clears throat> wisdom on me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because he's like, 
he's like I don't know sixty or something. And he's pushing eighty. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He's up there. He's something. Hundred four. Yeah. Something, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I'm losing track. Uh, it's like every day he gets a year older. But uh, yeah, every time he drops some wisdom on me, like it's that voice he's got. Yeah, he's got that booming, very white. Yeah, voice. Uh, yeah. I mean, it could. I don't. Never mind. I'm not gonna go there. Oh, where were you going? He could definitely sweet talk me with that voice. Oh, okay, seducey, huh? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Sensual seduction, oh, Snoop Dogg style. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Murph, if you're here, buddy, you got one ready to shoot a shot. Um, Murph, relax. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He gets anxious. Yeah, keep desperate. Your... Maybe, maybe just lead him on a little bit more. Keep it he's, together. Yeah, you know, he's. He can. He doesn't like that playing hard to get stuff. So you're doing a great job. Just keep it up there. Just don't don't ever look like a thirst trap because he's, you know, he's Murphy, old Murph. You know, he's got a super African first name. I've been trying. I've heard it one time, but I cannot remember what it is. Because uh, my sister used to work with him at Chase, I think, and uh, she told me it, and then she forgot because she asked him, and then he told her. And then uh, I asked him, and he would—he still to this day has not told me again what Can it I make is. A really bad joke. Uh sure. Is it Murfasa? Murfasa. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're right. That is a bad joke. Um, I, I, I that would be pretty African and cheesy. Uh, I keep saying it's like Don Tavius or something. Oh, for real? Yeah, Don Don Tavius, uh, anorexics. Uh, <laughs> Hinder, Murph Henderson. <laughs> Wait, what was the middle part? I don't know. Just added words that sound scientific. <laughs> uh, nah. It's funny. He's built like a Minecraft character. He's so boxy, but yeah. he's, uh, he's a cool dude. He's cool. Yeah. I'm sure he'll appreciate this long cameo in an episode he's not in. Well, I, <laughs> I did text you and say I was going to talk about him. I was prepared. Yeah. I have no problem talking to him about him or for him. Yeah. Um, for him. For him, yes. Please uh, make sure you support Murph when he uh, he usually hosts at Saber Pint on Thursday nights at 9 o'clock. Uh, again, easily one of my favorite rooms in the city um, uh, with racist Uncle Eric in the crowd. He's not racist, but, you know, he can be belligerent and uh, fun-loving. Is that the guy that always wears the hat? That is the guy who and always, always gets wears, wasted. And always gets toasted, yes. He is mm. a staple to not only the Saber Pint mic, but to the comedy scene. So, nothing says welcome to Saber Pint like uh, getting heckled by good old racist Uncle Eric. <laughs> no, he's, he's literally not racist. I just keep saying that because Murph says that. Um, but, yeah, dog, so let's check the time on the episode. 25? Okay, okay. We're we moving. We're moving. That's right. I know. We're moving. So, what, so, let me ask you some questions. Oh, man. Okay, what's up? What are you... What, is your general opinion on our current GED in America? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. What is what is your opinion on me? My opinion on you? Yeah. And, as a person? Or, no, like or, comedy. Or comedy. Yeah, forget the person. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. That's, yeah. that's probably better. Yeah, separate uh, as, as a comic, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't even realize it's been a year already. Uh, cause I remember when you first start coming around, I was like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, that was about six months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think that you are a a very charismatic um, personality when you're on stage. I mean, off stage too. 
And I think that where can I improve? Where can you improve? Yeah. You got a lot more experience than me. I would say that your timing can still be fine tuned. Mm-hmm. You've learned to, you know, really lean into some of your better jokes because you've told them plenty of times. And once you tell a joke a few times over, you really get a feel for how it should be said. And there are even opportunities within like like those silent parts to to add punchline and stuff. But I think that's one aspect I would say could help you with your current routine, even your future routine, learning that timing from joke to joke, but then also that cadence that you can get once you get the audience engaged into your set. So like being on state, like being on script, off script with material and then crowd work, uh, that timing can be very critical because mm. if you do it incorrectly, you throw off the audience, you throw yourself off and now people are like disinterested or disengaged. For sure. But uh, learning like how that... <clears throat> kind of back and forth goes as you're doing your set it gives you more freedom and and really more confidence to uh, not only try more new material but also lean into your old material because you've got that kind of back and forth with the audience and the timing is everything with that so i would say working on that that's just awareness so when you're up on stage noticing how how the audience is listening to you as well as how you're being received um, all that stuff, you can kind of pick it up like one piece at a time as you're doing like each set. You won't see it all at once, but I think the more confident you become, the better you get your writing, performing, etc. you'll notice those nuances. And that's what makes comedy really fun because you're like, oh, I just made that person laugh because I pointed something out about feeling. Some people love attention when you're doing crowd. They just love the attention. No, I was just going to, I was literally just going to say like, yeah, that sounds really fun. <laughs> <laughs> like being able to just have power like that. Yeah, I don't know if I told this to you before, but um, a lot of comics, I think most comics, if, if, if I could be speaking for people who don't want to be spoken for, but I'm going to do it. Um, when you first get up on stage, you can get the entire room's attention in the first few seconds. Um, it's called forming your comedic space. And comics do it uh, in different ways. Uh, some people have a few lines they say. Uh, some, some comics like prefer like complete silence and they get everybody locked in by what they're about to say, you know, they build suspense. Uh, other people are characters. So they just like dive into like animated movements and stuff like that. They're walking the stage, pacing it, whatever. But, uh, when you find the way that you do it, it starts to create that hypnotic rhythm I was telling you about for the audience to be engaged into your routine. And once they have that buy-in, you've built rapport and it gives you permission to basically do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, you might have seen me do it in some of my sets. I don't do it every time, but a lot of times I'll get up on stage uh, before I say anything. I'll be like, what's up, white people? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. people are just like, woo, white people. You know, they can't cheer for themselves. And even the non-white people, they're like, woo, white people. And I make sure I address everybody yeah. in the crowd. It's not yeah. just white people. You go, no, 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 not you. <laughs> no, not you guys. Just, just I'm just coming to you guys in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's fine. Like, I'll dress black people, the, you know, the Asians, Hispanic, everybody. But it's just like, I do different versions of that yeah um just to get like people some some sort of attention yeah i definitely don't do that i get (laughs) up on stage and i go how we doing tonight everybody's like shut the fuck up dude i'm like all right i'm sorry i'll (laughs) i'll try again another time my bad my bad oh sorry guys I'll just get into my joke. I'll just do my material. That's the most crowd work I'm doing tonight is asking you how you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, and that's 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 another aspect of figuring out the 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 process. You know, 
Yeah. And once you figure out how you do that, it'll make your your comedy more fun because you know how to get them engaged when you want them to. A right. loud room, you can get them to calm down. If a disengaged room, you can get them to re-engage. If you feel like the crowd is being too hard on you for some reason or other people before you get up there, you can address it properly and then get them on board with you yeah. at the least. Um, definitely obvious to comedians, other comics, but like what I've definitely learned in this first year is having control of the room. Okay. Like, you know, it sounds almost like egocentric, but you know, you're performing up there. So like you want all eyes on you Mm -hmm. and if they're not get them to be on you. Yeah. Cause if, cause even then, um, Yeah, I've just gotten to watch a lot of comics, like, do really good at that over this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I got to figure out how to do that. <laughs> like, seriously. Crowd I, control? Yeah, crowd control. Uh, I would say that crowd control is easier when you get some hosting experience. Yeah, I've never hosted before. Okay. Yeah. Well, it might change soon. I'm, I'm looking for some uh, some guest hosts uh, for some of the mics. So Say less. He said, say less, say less. I, I, need, <laughs> I need to start I, hosting. I'm going to make a post here soon on, on some of the pages, but I, yeah, I, I definitely need some, some fresh blood in the pipeline for that. Cause I got I'll some... go ahead and put my name on the list right now. <laughs> I'm in. I'm interested. <laughs> but uh, that's one thing I've learned with hosting is like you get the freedom to do whatever you want. Right. And if you do it right, you can really get the crowd engaged, get them, get them fired up, you know, have them. I'm doing essentially whatever you want, hopefully in a good way. Yeah. Um, but that crowd psychology, um, it, it makes me think of a, um, a phrase I was reading in the comedy book and I learned also in a comedy workshop. It was theater science. It said that um, the crowd feels the way you feel. Mm. So if you get up on stage confident, they usually are on board. Even if you're not that funny or even if you're not doing that well, they can buy into the confidence. You're selling yourself really well. Um, the opposite is also true where if you're timid and maybe not as confident and kind of maybe standoffish and that's not a part of your routine. That's just like how you're feeling. They also feel it and are kind of uncertain themselves and not sure how to proceed with how you're carrying yourself on stage. So it's always important to kind of have that level of confidence when you're doing your material, or even if you're doing new and old stuff, like you put yourself in a position to win more often than not. When you think about, how intentional you're being when you get up on stage with your confidence, whether you're going to do material, if you're going to be off script, whatever, like you don't have to think about everything, but knowing that all those things are possible and you prepare yourself for it, it gives you a better chance of doing well on stage. Yes, I completely agree with that. And also something that I learned over this last year that I never considered before and like didn't think was true uh, is the whole like, like, before, I was like, okay, if a comedian's not getting laughs, they're just doing bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, I learned this year, like, that's not necessarily true. Right. If they're not getting, like, laughs throughout the whole thing, that's what you – that's the first thing you go for. But mm-hmm. as long as they're keeping the room engaged and entertained, you know, only thing you're missing is laughs at that point. Yeah. But you're still doing the job. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, 100%. Um, you gotta get comfortable with those silences. Like, yeah, silence isn't always bad, but 
I in, sit in silence. Eddie hates it. Eddie hates it. I sit in the silence. Eddie hates it. I mean, there was one time at cafe where I literally didn't say anything for 10 seconds. Okay. And he was like, what was that? And I was like, I was thinking. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with thinking, man. Ain't nothing wrong with yeah, thinking. and I'm a year in. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Especially, like, yeah, I don't know. Well, you got you to, gotta take, like I said, take risks, experiment. Yeah. You're, you're still at a point where you definitely need to do all the things you want to do, think you should do. Um, Try everything. Everything. Just throw all the shit against the wall and see what sticks. How do you feel about farting into the mic? Um, probably shouldn't do that. Cause, uh, <clears throat> at an open mic, definitely not. Uh, maybe not a show either, because people use the mic afterwards. But no, no, no. But what about when you're headlining? I mean, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you can generally do whatever you want. Try to be respectful of other people who are going to have to use the mic. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Right, right. You know, just bear in mind that farting into, like, actually farting into the mic might uh, make the mic Why? tainted. Why are you acting so weird about this? I've uh, I've seen people do weird shit with the mic, dog. <laughs> like, oh, we gotta, we don't I don't think it. I've ever seen anybody fart into the mic. I've seen them make fart noises and even whoopee cushions. Like, it's, uh, I've seen some wild shit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you're going to do that, at least use a mic cover or something. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. It's just a goal that I have. A <laughs> goal. To but, fart into the mic. Like, when I start headlining and there's not going to be anybody using it after me. Because mm. I, I want to be respectful, right? Hey, listen, man. If you're coming in headlining any shows and you want to fart into the mic, I promise you they'll probably let you do whatever you want. Yeah. I have seen wild. Yeah, they let people get away with all types of crazy shit. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. It is much worse than farting. You ever been to a Desi Bank show? I do. I have not. <laughs> Does it get wild like that? It's wild. Is he farting to the mic? Not farting. No, no, no. Okay. He ain't like that. <laughs> okay. He's not like that. But it's it's like some, yeah. It's like off, it's some, some off the wall shit. Gets, uh, sometimes it gets off the wall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Real rowdy. Well, you know, when you put the show put the show together, when you sell out, you can do what you can show out. You know? <laughs> do whatever the hell you want. Hey, that's why the crowd's coming to see you. So you do what you want. You know. Do yeah. Put on the show, and if if uh, farting is farting. well, that's me. Though. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. you know I'm yeah. on my word shit. It's okay, man. I'm yeah. not. I, I'm not here to hold I you. To, yeah, I just wanted to feel your opinion on it, dude. I would not fart into the mic, but you gotta live your best life. I didn't think you would. No, no, yeah. I don't have any good fart but jokes. Would you think I would? If that's where your heart and your sphincter are, then yes, you've got to follow that feeling. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. I'm not here to hold anybody back, uh, except Murph. Um, I, me too. I, I actively hold him back. I want, I'll hold him back. I want to see him fail. No, not fail. I'll just hold him back. No, you can hold him back, but I want to see him fall on his face. Yeah. It sucks because I, I know he would have something witty to say back to me or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have to bring him back on here so I can roast him some more. But, uh, no, nah, he, he's a cool dude. Um, At some point, we should do one with you, me, and Mike. Oh, you want to have him? <laughs> We've talked about him enough, you know? And also, you should be happy to know that uh, you are officially – uh, You beat his time, yeah. Ah, that was another clause I had. Yeah. I was trying to, you know, wait it out for you because I knew you wanted to have that goal. So now you have officially got a longer uh, episode than Murph. And I, if I can say so, a much better episode than Murph. So, Oh, shit. I know. The, the, the expectation is now higher. Wow. Yeah. 
I really I laughed a lot at that one. So I'm gonna <laughs> listen back to this and we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. So you know, I usually say what I get paid to say. Uh, we're going. <laughs> it's all scripted. Yeah, it's all. It's always. It's all. It's all advertisements at this point. You know, I'll just keep on plugging people and shows. And you stuff. guys have no idea, but we're reading off of papers. Right I have now. a teleprompter in front of my face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's cool because uh, you know, money talks, man. And in this way, uh, this was brought to you by. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we'll wrap it up because we have run inside to start this mic here uh, soon. Um. You've already answered it a few times over in our conversation, but I'll ask you more formally. Yeah. Um, for anybody that's trying to get like 1% better at comedy and the craft, what would be your tip to that person to just improve like just that 1%? Man, that 1%. Because like the big stuff is stay writing, hit mics. Um, that 1%, I would definitely say is the vulnerability thing. Okay. Like, out of everything like you just gotta be willing to try what you think is funny because i'll find myself sometimes like even sometimes right before i go up i'll be like man i really want to do this but it'll be like at the funny bone and i'm like there's 200 people here like (laughs) am i just gonna try this out but you know there's been times where i've done it and it went well and there's been times where i've done it Go out. <laughs> but it was worth it, you know? It's worth it. It is always worth it. Yeah. Whether it, it crashes and burns or it is just a a, a overwhelming success. Um, the more that I've done comedy, the more I've realized that even, even in my worst moments, I am having the time of my life. Yes. <laughs> it is so strange. Like, I could not imagine myself doing anything else. And when you get that feeling in comedy... You can't quit even if you try. Uh, I Trust me, I've tried a few times, and every time I, I try to quit, quote-unquote quit, uh, I get reminded in a conversation or by other people, hey, you should do comedy. It's like, yeah, I, I was doing comedy. I'm like, you, you went to shows. I just said I quit. Like, oh, I can't wait to come support you. Like, I just said I quit. You? <laughs> They're just forcing me to back on stage, and I'm also having that conversation in my head. I'm like, why did you stop? Why didn't you keep going? And uh, in that moment, usually right after an open mic when I didn't do well, and somebody just noticed I didn't do well, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go do it again. And then that kind of consistency will make you that much better of a comic. Absolutely. So that's cool. Do you have any shows coming? You said, wait, you said you have a show coming up with the Funniest Person competition on June 14th. June 14th. And then June 1st, Rye River Social. That's here in Columbus. Heck yeah. That's with Simon Fraser. Uh, uh, you can do this. You can uh, pull your phone out if you need to. Yeah, let me see. I know uh, it's Simon Fraser, Riley Wright, okay. uh, Joel Good. Okay. And then, um, what is his name? The what? God Show. Oh, Terrence, the yeah, God Terrence. Show, Davis, a.k.a. my stunt double. Yeah, yeah. Terrence. Yeah, yeah that, and those are the boys on it. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Those are like some of my, uh, my favorites. That's what's up. That'll yeah. be a good show. That's a good lineup. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Especially well. Joel Good. Ooh, I haven't said his name yet on here. I just have to say it one more time. <laughs> one time before we end this, Joel Good. Love Joel, Joel Good. Joel Good. Yeah. Joel Good. Say yeah. his name. Joel Good. Yeah. Nice good. Boys. He's, boys. He's part of the Glitter Boys. Yeah. I gotta get them on here too. They're they're fun. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. Um, do you have any last second, last minute thoughts before we close things down and hop in here for this mic? 
Um, no. No? Okay. Dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make it something. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, dude. No, nah, dude. Really cool. I, I got nothing. <laughs> well, I genuinely appreciate you hopping on, my man. Uh, this has been Mike's Side Chat with my good friend Josh Ozani. That's it. Yeah! First time. First time I've ever... What'd you say? <laughs> the first time that I've said it once, and then someone said it the exact correct way back, like, later on. That's... Yeah, you got it. Makes my heart so warm. And Me all, too. Yes, because I... People mess my name up so much. Same. That... I think I'm crazy. That's why I go by Josh O because they mess it up all the time. Because you can't mess up O. If you can't, if you if you mess up O, don't talk to me. Is anyone called you Josh O? <laughs> Just all the same. Are you Josh O? Actually, yes. Really? Yes. What a strange world we live in. Because my Instagram is. Josh Josh, comedy, yeah, but it's just like one thing. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, I have to start calling you. That was me doing a sneaky plug. Oh, sneaky plug. Yeah, where can they find you at, man? That's it. You're on Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, but I don't really do much on there. If I'm being honest, it's just more for the networking. You know, just doing it for the networking. Yeah, but I post on Instagram. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure. Very active on there. So follow this man on. on Instagram at Josh O. Yeah, and unfollow Murph if you follow him. Yeah, yeah. Murph's is uh, uh, I am not funny Murph Henderson at I am not funny Henderson Murph.com. I really hope he's in here. He's got a long uh, handle. It's it's strange. And yeah. I think his picture is him holding a chicken, um, kissing a duck, yeah. eating a sandwich. Yeah. It's so, um with his toes out. With his toes out. He's always got his toes out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad he he paid me to make a cameo on this uh, <laughs> this episode because otherwise I would not want to talk about this man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, perp. Oh. But uh, now nah, this has been my side chat with my good friend Josh Josho. <laughs> you guys take care. I'll see you guys next time. Hell yeah, dude! Thanks for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a review. Let me know what you think. Subscribe for updates, and I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>